Yeah. Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah. .com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some Liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a Liquid IV. Um, our kids are using Liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free Liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i I call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends or whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Yeah! Today's gonna get wicked, James. <laughs> wicked! I know. Um, but do you? Do you know is, is, is the question. I feel naughty. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I'm looking at the old Twitters, you know? Sure. Top trending topics on there. Now that Elon owns it and we're back. Um, I have one quick question about that. Sure. Hang on. Hang on. Because uh, this is Bob and we're going to celebrate Bob. Oh. Bob, a little bit at the top of the show today, okay? Oh. Bob, another musical is coming to the big screen oh. and it's wicked. Yes, can't wait. I believe Ariana Grande plays uh, the Christian Chenoweth part. They're it's great they're casting. Splitting it up into two movies because it's going to be so good. So there's double the chance for Bob to not see it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, this one I might actually get out to the theater to see, if only no. because my wife 
actually would want to see that, whereas okay. she doesn't give a fuck about West Side Story. All right. All right. So, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I didn't know that you theater kids were select that selective about. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You, you, you do like? Do you like movies? Yes, but like. So you like all movies? <laughs> no, but like, I kind of feel like a musical is a musical, right? There's a lot of dog shit musicals. The top. There's a yeah. top tier. Yeah. That like. You know, Wicked is in there with the West Side Story and stuff. For sure. So, I, I mean, I guess it's the type of thing is like if you're a movie lover, if you're like a really big cinephile, but there's, I'm sure there's a million people that are like, I can't fucking watch Citizen Kane, dude. Fuck that movie. Like, <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Twitter, though, in a whole new light today, Japes. Okay. Whole new light for me today. Uh, thank you, Nicholas. I appreciate it. Um, I was in, a, in, a, in an Illuminati meeting last night. Illuminati. Mm-hmm. That's it. There it is. It's Finding easy. the words. Just got off a flight. Morning flight. Morning, easy morning flight. Easy for you to say. Um, that was uh, very cool. And one of the, the topics that was discussed was Twitter and Elon Musk uh, taking over. And uh, it was one of those pull out your phone stitches at, at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, why? And they were like, have you noticed your followers have increased. Have you noticed there's more likes on your tweets and everything else today? And uh, I pulled it open. I had tweeted two things yesterday. It was back to the old numbers I had in 2016, right before the election. Because I lost 400,000 followers on Twitter. A lot of people did, and a lot of people left because of it. Tucker Carlson included. He came back last night. And then some other people left. Talcum X, RIP, to, uh, to Talcum Max, he deleted his account yesterday. Sean King mm-hmm. um, is off of there. And uh, I'm talking like seven, 8,000 likes on tweets again. And I was like, oh, this, this is what it used to be. And he goes, look at your pin tweet to the top. And it was about the seltzer release. Yeah. 40 likes, nothing. And I was just right. like, oh, that's right. This is what it used to be like. And I was yeah. like, why do you think this is happening? And, and some of the people at the, the dinner were like, I think it's a boiler room type sitch over there at Twitter where everything they've done for the last six years now since the election, mm-hmm. they're now being like, oh, my God, he's going to come in and pull all the receipts for this, find out all the algorithms. It felt very super pumped where it was just like, you know, with the gray box that was going around. Gray ball. Yeah, yeah. That's it, the gray ball that was going around. Um, and they were like, I bet you they pulled everything. Uh, every shadow ban, everything else, because if he goes in there and actually looks at what's going on, it's going to be horrifying because he's the type of dude that will come out and just say, here's what was really going on behind Twitter all these years. And fuck this. This is why we're going to be a new company, Mm -hmm. which is great. And I think I gained like 2000 subscribers or 2000 followers last night for no reason whatsoever. Other than like, Oh, people actually got to see your content again. Yeah. Um, And same with them. One person at the table had gained 25,000 yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, all right. And nothing happened with, you know, the people that I was with However, the algorithm seemed to be open again. Um, and I was like, that's a welcome uh, sign. Way to go, Elon. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if you're waking up to this and you've had problems with shadow bans and all that other stuff, uh, check your account today. Um, it might be pretty interesting. Just pop something up, post anything, and see if the engagement is a lot better. Um, the cool thing about what we do and the size of the shows and, and what's happening with the media company and all that stuff is... Uh, Uh, We get sent a lot of wild shit. Um, Some of it we can't post. 
some of it we can. Today we're gonna we're gonna post some of it. So uh, a listener anonymously sent in uh, the leaked body cam footage from uh, the Alec Baldwin shooting from the Rust film set. Uh, I sent it to you this morning before we came on air because I was getting on a flight and I was like, "Dude, you got to watch this." Mm-hmm. Um, how crazy was that? Uh, it was it was crazy. Um, it was a amateur situation. It was uh, people being intimidated by actors and celebrities and famous people, and a lot of things were done uh, wrong. But I mean. I don't know if you can blame them, um, but it was it was crazy to see. Yeah, it was really crazy to see, and um, we're going to show it today. Some of the footage, some we can't. Uh, there was some social security numbers, and uh, the entire first half is her dying. Is is yeah. her inside the church dying, which um, was really shocking to see. Not just because of the death, but. Um, I guess from what you assumed from the media of where, okay, she got shot, she's dead, she's, that, that's, that's it. But she was very alive. She doesn't die on camera. Does not die. No, she doesn't in, die in the on church. camera. And there wasn't that much blood. Like, I was expecting this gruesome scene, and I can understand the confusion now after wa- watching the footage of what happened. There's no way this person is dead. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah it's crazy i I think eventually they should show this to all film students um i am being totally dead serious because something will happen on a set that goes wrong yeah yeah. and if you were unprepared for it uh especially for shooting these independent films um some of the things we're about to show you are what happens when you don't have a big enough budget to afford the proper people Mm -hmm. um typically when you get a budget for a movie and i think in this case it was seven million dollars you're trying to, as a producer, allocate the money as best as you can to make the film the greatest it can be. However, sometimes you sacrifice things like an on-set medic um, who is extremely trained and has a full first aid kit. Right. You kind of have, it's almost like when the health department comes, you're like, I mean, I have it. Right. Is it, you know, sure. functional? Sure. No, but sure. It, we pass all the you know, requirements. Kind of right. And, um, you know, when you, when you are trying to make the greatest film you can make and I look, I'm, I've been in this situation numerous times. Um, and, uh, it has not always gone right. Um, <laughs> you were involved in one of those films. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was Alec Baldwin, except for it was a watermelon and not a person, but like I was him. And we were using live rounds. Yes. And we knew that going in. And uh, it was just you and I. Um, were a couple of other actors in that scene, I believe? No. Yeah. I think two more were, right? Okay. Um, shooting guns in that scene. Uh, but we were trying to steal these shots because nobody would let us get away with it. Uh, there was another movie I did where somebody got electrocuted. Um, and uh, they were cool enough to be like, Hey, bro, we're all done tonight. We're all done shooting, and uh, I'm not going to risk getting electrocuted again. I love you. Um, but we, sure. We need to shut it down for tonight. Um, and that's simply because we did not have the money for it. Um, uh, but I was honest about it. I was honest with him. Uh, with us, it was a different story because it was just, you know, 
you and I mm-hmm. out in the middle of the desert shooting guns and whatever. But uh, there has been a lot of occasions on independent films where you cut corners um, to spend the money somewhere else to, to make the film look better or, or get that actor you wanted with a bigger name or, or whatever the case may be. This is one of those cases for sure. And uh, we'll go ahead and, and show some of this footage now uh, and then kind of discuss it um, as we go. Go ahead and play that, Bob. Okay, so a little context. The officer who is uh, the body cam footage is from, um, <clears throat> he is in this first scene or whatever, not scene, but first clip. He is just coming out of the church uh, in which Helena was shot and the director as well, I forget his name. Um, he was on there helping administer first aid, kind of handing things to the people doing the real work. Um, Trying that- to shut down the scene, but did was unsuccessful. Uh, yeah. And so now he's coming out to talk to Alec Baldwin. This is a deputy. He's not in charge of anything. He's just one of the sheriff's deputies. Uh, so anyway, I'll play the first clip here. Make sure it's good to go. Okay. How's it going, sir? Um, so I, my understanding, um, you were, you were in the room when the lady, when someone I was the one shot? holding the gun, yeah. Okay. All righty. Um, what do you need? Well, I, I know your name, so it, it's, it's, uh, um, let me call you back, okay? Let me get with my lieutenant and see, see where we I'm want right you here, to, where we want you to hang out, okay? I have, uh, whatever you want to do. Whatever. Yes, sir. All right. Give me just a second. So then that's the, that's him ta- initial, the initial contact with Alec Baldwin right there. Right. Correct. And he's yeah. calm because he doesn't know and nobody knows, uh, how severe the, um, the injuries were yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah i don't even think they find out until, until later, later yeah they don't later find out there day. until later that day yeah. they don't it's not they don't find out in the video yeah yeah uh keep going Bob. okay so this is uh the cop he just went to talk to his lieutenant now he's coming back to baldwin All right, Mr. Baldwin, um, who's the director on scene? The guy that was shot. The guy that was shot? He's in the Okay. Where is he now? I think he's in the ambulance. Do you guys have a, a production car? Or? There's an AD. His name is Dave. I'm for you right now. I'm happy to stay right here and do everything that he's doing. Well, uh, my, my lieutenant just wants you to, to stay away from everybody and not to talk to nobody. So um, I, I was. Wait right here. We can wait right here and have everybody step back, or we can wait in the back of my patrol unit, but I prefer right to not here. put you there, okay? Yeah. Alex, you want something? You want water or something? Yeah. Now? I want to find props and get a cigarette. I want to yeah, find props and get a cigarette. Yeah, medium, Marlboro, Marlboro medium. medium. Yeah. He's ch- He's making sure. I do respect that he's firing up a heater, like a heater, old school. You know. I'm right there. Silver car is Alex's vehicle. If you want to sit him in there. Mr. Baldwin, is that your car? Yeah. Yeah, we can wait in there. You can't smoke in there. Can't smoke in the car. No. We can wait in your car be, if you if you want to. I can't smoke in the car. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we can wait in the right then. <laughs> um, can we pause one second? So, this is the beginning of the kind of like Alec Baldwin. I mean, he is a very intimidating person, just in general. Yeah, and be- because what they and he keeps trying to be like no one like in a real situation like this. You just shot somebody. No one can be talking to him. Like no other people that were around witnesses. Like he needs to be separated. And the lieutenant, we I didn't show it, uh, but the lieutenant gave this deputy orders. Like no one talks to him. No one talks to him. Like he needs to be somewhere. And he goes, 
this is another celebrity thing. He goes, um, you know, should I put him in the back of the patrol car? And they're like, no, we don't want to do that. You don't want to do that, A, because it's Alec Baldwin, B, because you do want him to, like, continue to talk, right? And there's something about being in the back of a patrol car that me and Giorgio know. Yeah, you do. It shuts you up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't yeah. really want to, like, talk to the cops after that. <laughs> I don't um, know. No, I'm English. Yeah. But, like, so there's, from here on out, you know, everything that they're telling him and everything that should have been done, it just continually, because you're on a, you're on a set. Yeah. It's fucking Alec Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're in a small, where is this, by the way? I this forgot is in New Mexico. They, yeah. So Santa they're not Fe, in, I believe. outside of Santa Fe. Yeah, yep. they're not in LA. It's not where like the cops are not, you know, they would have, they deal with it all the time. So they. Sure. And, 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 and in a, in a small town like this, if you, if you, you know, show up and Alec Baldwin's there. And he's kind of a big deal. He's the shooter. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The person that you need to literally detain until you interview everybody and mm-hmm. like everyone needs to be interviewed separately. They cannot, witnesses and the suspect and everything cannot be all like huddling, talking in the corner. No. So that's, this is the beginning of like him just, and he tries. I California have to say, cops are waiting for this opportunity to rough up a su- superstar. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. Just give, like, give him a little shine. Yeah. Rub him on the dirt a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 They make it a priority to not give a fuck yes. about celebrity. And not be starstruck and all of that. Yeah. So, you uh, know. Keep going, Bob. Go ahead. Okay. So, next clip. Uh, they're talking about what was in the gun, I believe. Uh, a minute short, sorry. He's collecting that. He's, okay, here we go. They cleared the gun outside after yeah, on his request, and I witnessed them clear it and saw the bullets. Okay. So the only one was yes. the one that was missing. The one that fired, we don't know, but all the other ones were proper. Um, but they had loads. They were yeah, they were quarter load flames. But they had loads. Like this should not be happening. And he's saying she's stable now. Yeah, for the entire video. So just, I mean, that's the context. None of this conversation should be happening. No. And the deputy's standing right there and just asked him not to. Okay. Uh, so who knows what else yes. is in the room? Torres, my other hand. Okay. So that part right there, he's asking, uh, was, was there blanks in the gun? They said yes. So all the other bullets were blanks, uh, except for this one. Um, now they're, he's trying to decipher how that got in there and why he said, hey, we were rehearsing. Why didn't I get uh, a blank gun? You're yeah. not supposed to load it. Uh, until you're actually shooting. Um, the other guy was describing shaking the bullets because in those 
blank rounds, you can hear it. You can hear it rattle in there, um, kind of like a baby, mm-hmm. um, you know, rattler. And uh, uh, what he's saying is, uh, you know, I would have had earplugs uh, if we were shooting blanks and everything else because it's still loud and it still goes off. And he is correct in that. So whoever gave him that gun, um, man, you, I, you, after looking at this, you can't argue that's, that, that somebody did give him the gun incorrectly at this point. Um, so it wasn't like he walked over, grabbed it himself, and then just did this uh, off the cuff, so it was to like, speak. like, pew, pew. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, this whole video is like not bad for Alec Baldwin. Right. And this could exonerate him, um, in my opinion, after watching it, uh, because the, the things that he's saying, and, and you can't fake a body cam footage, obviously, because it all just happened. Um, right. The first part of this, the, the officer is inside the church and you see her there uh, and the director there um, lying on the ground. So it's not like this was jump cut at all. This was one continuous shot um, uh, as far as the body cam footage goes on the officer. Uh, and then um, when and he doesn't know that anyone's dead. So you're getting correct. the most honest, like, right. you he, know, you think it's just an accident. And so you're like, look, I didn't, you know. Right. And this cop's body cam footage could save Alec Baldwin in this trial. And I mean, I think it really kind of does. But so do I. And I don't like him. I don't so, either. I don't. I, I look. I don't like Alec Baldwin but, the same uh, as everybody else. But just factually and just like showing someone that I mean, it it just shows a crazy mistake. The one who's real shady is that first AD. Yeah. Oh, that AD. Yeah. That AD but, because well, he, here's why. The blonde, for those who don't know, the blonde guy in the blue shirt. Right. Yeah. And, and, a, and an AD is the assistant director. Um, they bring you to and from set. They're in charge of the production. It is a big job on set. Um, now, I think the AD is shady because he's the one that handed him the gun. That's what I'm saying. So, so in the long run yeah. on this, if you were to charge somebody in this, it could be the AD and it could be the armorer themselves. I don't think you can charge Alec Baldwin after seeing this footage. But by the way, that's what Alec Baldwin has been saying the whole time. But because he has, he's but Alec he's gone Baldwin. And, and he's gone about it the wrong yes. way over and over and over again. And it's like, okay, man, uh, if... Just wait until all the evidence comes out. There's no need to go out to the press every fucking 10 minutes and share this story with the world, especially when someone is dead. Um, And you know there's looming lawsuits that are coming. Just wait until you have all the evidence uh, and and then present the body cam footage. And I'm I'm sure he would have been fine at this point. Um, You can go to the next clip, Bob. Yeah. So uh, theme throughout this video is Alec Baldwin ripping heaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he even asked the cop at one point if he smokes. And I respect that. Now, hey, you know I hey, do. This is the clip. You got a notepad? Ready? Alright. Do you have a notepad? So, yeah, he talks to the cop for yeah, a second. And then. Yeah. So I can start. Yeah, I know. It came off when I was giving, uh, trying to pack uh, wounds. We catch a little bit of Alec and the AD guy. Alec and the first AD talking alone with no audio. Right. So this guy's asking for a notepad while those two are are conversing in the corner. Smoking heaters, old school. How do we... How do we get out of this? But by the way, I don't think Alec is 
saying, how do we get out of this? It's the AD. Yes. Be- Alec is like bewildered and wants to know, just wants to know what the fuck and happened. And he asks yeah. many times how she is, what's going on with her. I'm just worried about her. Everyone's coming up to him, rubbing his shoulders. How are you, Alec? He goes, I'm fine. I'm worried about her. So, you know, in all of this, but then there's this weird AD that like looks like he killed somebody. Because if he she dies, he did. Yeah, he's the one that handed Alec the gun. And then, by the way, where's the arm? Like, they've hidden her somewhere. Well, to my knowledge... No, because he's asking everybody to come. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. But, but to my knowledge, so typically an armor is offset by the truck or wherever all the guns are stored, typically. And if you are in a rehearsal, the move usually is the armorer comes in with the gun that is unloaded and then hands it to Alec. And then you do the rehearsal, go back to the truck, and then you put the blanks in. What, what they were saying earlier was, sh- you know, shaking the bullets. Yeah. So you shake each one and then you put it in the gun and then the armor hands that to Alec Baldwin for the, 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 the rehearsal. And then uh, uh, the live shoot themselves, they load it and give it to him uh, earplugs and all that clearly did not happen. Now, what we don't know and this could be what this little powwow is about, is uh, to speed up time, did the first AD go to the truck, grab it himself, say, I'll give this to Alec for the rehearsal, and then we'll come back and do the whole thing with the earplugs and everything else. But you'll see they talk to grip, they talk to lighting, they talk to makeup, they talk to costume. Uh Uh-huh. Where is she? So she, they do mention where she is, and they do, there is a little bit talking about her in, okay. in one of the selections. I forget right. which one, but in one of the selections I have, they it's do just weird that mention she her. doesn't. Sure. Um, so this is another short clip of these two just kind of chatting, just rapping, just rapping about yeah. life with which they've been told many times. Yeah. Don't do, do. Don't do it. <laughs> do not do that. Uh, Guys, okay. You can't really hear what they're saying at any point at this one, but just goes to show they didn't—they don't break anything up here. Mm-mm. And there is muffled voices, so it, it's not as if the audio was deliberately clipped on purpose. It's just the body cam can't get that far. No, the deputy proper is, audio. is overwhelmed, and uh, he, you know, yeah. Uh, go to the I next get clip, it. Bob. Yeah, so I skip ahead a bit because the deputy, uh, for a long portion of time, is just getting basic info from everyone who's mm-hmm. in the church. Address, phone number. And she's done giving her number right here, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. This is the costumist or whatever. Because uh, people are going to want that number. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so I'll just start. She was born in 1990. She was. Was she really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, hi, hey. Whoa. Well, you know, the dusty desert really kind of dries out your skin a little bit. but I see that more of a Delco to, girl, you know? When she gets back to... To LA weather. Yeah. She looks like she was born in 90, I bet. <laughs> She's looking rugged. Yeah. All right, ready? In a great way. Then yeah. in a hot, like, yeah. Sure, like I'm working. It's I'm, your Santa Fe girl. Yeah. Sure. It's like one of those magazines that you would see at like Julie Roberts' house where you're like, oh, this is my local New Mexico magazine. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so uh, this is more of them talking about what the fuck happened. 
Yeah. Costume? Costume? An audience yeah. member could see, oh, there's no bullets in the guns. You put these dummy loads in. So that's the script supervisor, that girl with the hat. Right. That I think eventually sues. They got mixed up in her dummy loads. It got mixed up in her dummy round. Alrighty, guys, if I can have you guys stop talking about the incident until okay. everybody's been interviewed separately, okay? No. Yes, they she, did. She's in, the, she's in the bird. She's going. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Okay. Stabilizing her, Alec. Need to go light some candles. Script supervisor needs to light some candles. Yep. Giorgio. Giorgio. They're going to UNMH. That's your girl. Shit really starts to hit here. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this whole thing was striking just because, like, th these people are, like, you know, the important people in the world or whatever. And then, like, they're children here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're helpless. So I think they had just told him that it went in through her side. And no, they're about up. to tell him that. Okay. So, Sorry, But they, what they just told him was she's been airlifted. Airlifted. Uh, airlifted. So she's left. Area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At what point sorry, do you regret ahead. not making a sword and sandals picture? So, like, part of it is, like, Alex sitting there being like, why did I have so many fucking kids with that bitch? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's and it? I have to do this shit. Yeah, with Ilaria. And you I'm going to pay saying? for And now I need to do this? Kids. Yep. Anyways, let's, they, you say they do say he's it. He's got sorry. plenty of money, by the I way. I thought they said it he's before that. He's got plenty that. of money. Uh, he's got plenty of money. Yeah, he's good to go. Yeah. Uh, it's the last... Basically, okay. like two minutes of it. Uh, they all kind of sit silently for a moment. Everyone's hating their lives. Yeah. Uh, where was it? 55. Yeah, he, I think he left first in the ambulance. So they're, they're directly saying the director got driven yeah. away. Nobody's consoling the hot costume girl, though, and that's troubling, you know? This is where you need Giorgio on set. Yeah. <laughs> so, hold on. He's asking right here. So, where did it hit her? He's about, He goes, are they, again, confirm? I'll bring it back just a little sure. bit. Sure. Yeah. They, again, confirm that, like, the director's okay? Like, here, I'll just say it. But then he's like, well, what about Helena? Yeah, he keeps asking. Yeah. So her hers appeared to look. It went through her uh, her right uh, underarm, yeah. and it yeah, the exit point was on her back uh, left shoulder blade. So it went it went through, and that's when they're like, "Oh shit!" My God! Yeah, enough to get get air flight. So but. she was shocking, but she was. 
Because um, you have to stabilize, and uh, uh, for every narcotic and anything they administer, they have to wait a certain period. Yeah, the flight medics are are, are uh, trained ER tech, so she's in good hands. So my question is, why weren't they all separated, you know? Exactly. Like, so like, like they were saying. It's chaos. It was just chaos. I mean, it's chaos over there. I'm guessing the whole movie shoot was like this. Just like complete and total. A what's lot of going independent on. films are, though. For sure. I'm you just know? saying like. Robert Downey Jr. said he wouldn't do them anymore. Do what? Indie films. Yeah. For that reason. He was like, because I just. It's just It chaos. sucks when someone comes up to you as like the big actor and they're like, hey, can you pay for catering today? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We're or out. like asking you questions about where somebody is. Like it's always like, where is blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I don't fucking know. Right. Right. <laughs> and the where back of the grip they? truck is always the coolest place to hang out. Yeah. yeah like yeah. there's the tent where the director and someone is. But if you want to be away from that, you're over right by that grip truck. Oh, for sure. Uh, so Alec here real quick in the last literally 30 seconds of the entire video. Sure. Uh, he's asking about the, he's asking the AD like, I'm sorry, this sounds like a fucking bullet to me, not a blank. Uh, yeah, because he said, what, is she, what was she hit with? Yeah. What was she hit with like, so, yeah, here that I'll... would do that? All right, so, play that clip on. Okay. I went over to Sarah and she was... Sarah's the armor. And that's the end of the footage. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we see them kind of coming to grips with what it is, saying who you know, the two main people that are responsible, first AD and Sarah. The armor. Yep. And, um, and after seeing it, you know, because look, the reason I wanted to show this too is we went hard against Alec Baldwin this entire time. Um, and uh, if he were the one who had grabbed the gun from the armor, from the truck on his own, and then went in there and then fired that round, that would have been on him. Uh, but it wasn't. No. It, yeah. He, he doesn't look like he would even do that but and i i, and I start way, to question after watching all these interviews with him um that he has never seen this body cam footage otherwise i don't think he would have done any of that shit uh and then personally i think alec baldwin uh probably hasn't been accosted by the police that much to realize there is a body cam on every officer because you just kind of forget um that and like he is has been Alec Baldwin for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And he has been intimidating, you know, New York, whatever, Alec Baldwin for a very long time. Sure. So even when the cop first comes up to him, like there's this air of just like, 
nothing can happen to me. <laughs> um, right? Like, well, you, you know, you are above the law at a certain. What, asking you, like, you just shot someone, you're like, yeah, that's my name. What do you need? Yeah, what do you need? Can what you, you what imagine? Do you need? What do you need? Huh? Um, what do you need? The other I, thing wait. is, like, I don't think we have ever thought or ever said that we thought he did this on purpose or, like, wanted to kill somebody or no. was like I certainly crazy negligent. The only thing I didn't like is the same thing I don't like about those two to this day and why I hate them so much is they just can't fucking help themselves. So that part of it remains true. Is that like, Alaria's like, I'll be taking a break. Five minutes later, she mm -hmm. posts that she's having another baby. Like, they just can't fucking help themselves. And that's what Alec Baldwin did. So he's guilty of just turning it into... The Alec Baldwin show. The Alec Baldwin sympathy tour. Mm -hmm. Instead of what he was here, which is like a normal dude that like took a step down to a smaller movie... And was just like, what the fuck? Like, how is she? How is she? How is she? Right. Every second that he could find out how this girl was doing. So, like, if you just go away, like, that is my advice to everyone, right? Just right, right. Go away right. and let things, let people either hang themselves or let things come out because they always will. Sure. There's a, there's a guy named Sonny Crockett in the chat here. It says, uh, he still cocked and pulled the trigger during a rehearsal. Baldwin isn't going to give you a movie job. Okay. I'm not advocating for Alec Baldwin. One, two, I'm, I'm not doing any more films, probably. Uh, I just don't want to. I, I don't really have the interest anymore. Um, with that being said, uh, yeah, he, at the direction of the DP during rehearsal, she asked him to cock back the, the gun and, uh, and aim it towards right off camera. To look to at the, the shot. shot. She wanted to see the shot. And that happens a lot as well during rehearsal. Uh, and during rehearsal, you should not have any rounds in the gun like Alec Baldwin was saying. Like, the, the armor should give you a blank gun. Like, it should be cold, is what he said in the footage. Uh, there should not be any dummy rounds in there or anything in the gun whatsoever. So... That shouldn't be a thing either. That is not on Alec Baldwin. That is on the armor uh, and or the first AD, whoever gave him the gun. So I mean, we have said before that as an actor that's done this a lot, right? him, not me, but you do check it as well. You do check it, um, but, so. but still, if you're looking for where the responsibility lies legally, it is on one of the two of them. Uh, not Alec in this situation. Uh, and it's not like I'm an Alec Baldwin fan. Like I was. What? Who uh, said that Alec's not giving you a movie? Like, somebody in the well, chat you like, see, hey, Alec news for you guys. Nobody's giving us a movie. <laughs> what? I was going to say, Alec Baldwin uh, is a lib. So stop defending him. You yeah. pedophile. Seriously. <laughs> you like kids you like kids sonny crockett um, <laughs> but yeah in in this situation i you, yes you could say that he should have checked the gun uh which a lot of people do but that's an you know, extra 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 precaution yeah that yeah people do but towards the end of a shoot by the way you do get a little lazy with that too sure and it's <laughs> it's somebody else's job literally someone else's yeah. job that is hired and paid to be on the film uh some other people are asking uh here about uh, the union workers walking off the job now that is true, um, and and somebody was saying that they were were replaced with non-union workers. Um, maybe that is the case. I, I've worked with both union and non-union, 
uh, this could happen either way. So uh, I'm not going to hold that as a responsibility. So he's not criminally liable, probably because of what we see here. Yes. But like, he's Correct. still a producer on the film, yes. right? So the only so civilly, you think, yeah, yeah, he's in a civil be suit, he, he, yes, the, the the money will come from him now. Will it come from the production versus coming from Alec Baldwin directly? There is an argument to be made with this body cam footage that this this is definitely on the production. He is a producer in it. I don't know if it was his production company that is listed on this film. Um, but uh, yeah, you can go after that. And uh, there is insurance on the film. So uh, there will be insurance money that is paid out at the end of this. However, I, I, don't, I don't know that Alec Baldwin could be tried for this. I mean, you could take this to, to court and go through all the motions for three years. Or Alec could write a check himself and say and settle this and have this go away just to avoid the next three years of legal fees and say, look, here's how much we're going to drop on this going both ways. How about yeah. I just cut you a check for something like this? Well, it is lawsuit season though. Is it? Yeah. When it gets nice out, people like to, I like to, I like to have some extra cash. Yeah. It's like they're playing the lotto kind of thing. right? Sure. Sure. With Alec. Yeah. Alec, <laughs> uh, Kardashians, Johnny Depp, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's lawsuit season. Um, and now what I wanted to see, if you're asking, like I wanted to see Alec with murder in his eyes, you know, walk in there and be like, man, I grabbed the gun himself and I feel like murdering people that day. That wasn't the case. Because we just don't, we're, we're not Alec Baldwin fans. Um, yeah, because I don't like him. I wanted to see him being like a smug asshole, like to the cops. Right, and right. Not cooperative and like driving away in his bends or something. Being like, fuck you, come get me, whatever. That's what I wanted to see. Uh, instead, I got a, a broken, dusty old man. Yeah, and we that's thinking about we having another kid. So much shit about Alec Baldwin. We wanted to show those and be like, all right, man, it, this one wasn't on him. Um, you know, the only argument you can make is is maybe he should have checked it uh, at that last you know, right before they did the rehearsal. But during the rehearsal, there's not supposed to be anything in there. And that is on the right. armor. That's their job. So, And as a crime fan, I love the first moments of stuff where, right, like it is the most honest. Mm -hmm. That's why I like the 911 calls, the body cam. Like those are when people say things that are the most true the most honest you don't have time to think about your case you don't have th time to think about if it's incriminating or whatever you just say exactly what it is right so that's what's kind of interesting about this footage too is like it's everybody's raw exactly what happened mm -hmm. account james we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air first and foremost ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros Let's go, fam. Two free pillows with a mattress right now. And the pillows are just as comfy as the goddamn mattress, Jabes, aren't they? They are, and almost a little bit more cooling, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where you want most of the cool. Oh, it's nice. By your head. By your head. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Hack it up, Jabes. Hack it up. There you go. I got to go to bed. You got to go to that ghost bed. Right now, they get the 40% off the bundle deal, which is the adjustable base and the mattress. You can get those combined and get 40% off. 
Uh, also, if you just want 30% off, type in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. You can get a mattress, sheets, pillows, weighted blanket if you want. Load up the cart, and it's all 30% off. As always, for 2022, they have a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest if you have decent credits. And uh, congratulations. You can walk out of there with a brand-new, beautiful bedroom set for about 30 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month, somewhere in there. Uh, go there. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. Flying off the goddamn shelves, dude. Um, bunch of return customers. Went over the numbers yesterday, too, James. Uh, everybody loves the seltzer. We yeah. love it as much as, as you do. And um, I got asked this at that dinner last night of like, hey, uh, why does this taste better than everything else? And I was like, well, we spent a lot of fucking time on it. We spent like a year and a half just on the flavor alone. And I was like, dude, you only get one shot at this. Once this goes out to the world... There is no going back. If it sucks, nobody fucking wants it. The first and impression, it. and it works is. a lot on the aftertaste. So yes. main problem with most seltzers is to make that sweetness. You get mm-hmm. this weird kind of chemically aftertaste that we've just been dealing with. That's the most thing that you guys worked on is getting rid of that and having the flavor just be forward, and that's it. Yes. Um, gigantic fan of uh, of the seltzer, not just because we we made it, but um, it is literally my personal go to at parties and functions and everything else. I keep ordering cases to my goddamn house. I can't wait till this goes live in Texas, and uh, and I can just load up. I know because I'm passing out the ones that you just got sent. I know. <laughs> So you're going to have to order some water. I will. I will. Go to hardafseltzer.com today uh, and order yours. OG flavors, 8% right to the dome. Ships right to your house. Uh, we ship to 42 states right now. Uh, it supports us and the show and everything else. So go to hardafseltzer.com and order yourself a case today. And there's a, you know, a lot of our listeners are, are big 2A and, and uh, avid uh, gun enthusiasts and uh, and they're like, well, you should have done this and this and this and this. You've got to think of it from just a normal fucking actor perspective who doesn't have that much training. And uh, you know, you do some movies, you shoot some guns. We're not as good as you guys. Um, th- there is a, a ton of precautions that you go through that you guys go through on a daily basis that uh, uh, the rest of us don't. Who are just fucking dummy actors who are like, all right, great, we're playing literally indians and cowboys uh in in a movie like this and that's that's it um so yeah uh you could go through all the measures and everything else which they usually teach you before the movie starts um but on an indie do you have the money or the time and something like that i don't know what the scenes called for i haven't read the script so uh, i'm not sure but uh yeah there is different things that that he could have done uh i'm just we're talking about it strictly from a legal standpoint here uh, that he's probably not liable in this um but it'll it'll come down to the production company the ones who are are that first ad and the armor and how that live round got into the gun is uh is the big mystery there but we want to be clear with a passion we Really, really don't like him and his wife and his 20 kids. (laughs) Still, I mean, moral of the story. Yeah, yeah. It should be noted, too, that, like, I don't know that he had done a movie with a gun in it since 2015, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, and I don't even know if he handled a gun in that. Sure, sure. Right, so it's not like he's like, well, it's an actor, and he's been in other stuff with guns, so, like, he should know. Like, That's not really his deal, right? Like, he's not that... Guy, I mean, usually. He, you know, he was Jack Ryan in the 80s. Yeah. Right? yeah and yeah. Like, like, yeah. And to put it in perspective, Bob, because again, we have so many military and first responder listeners out there. Um, 
I don't think I've fired one since range 15. Like, I just have not had time to go to the range or, you know, we've got three kids. We're about to have our third kid here in, what, a week? Cinco de Mayo baby, maybe? Let's go. A little Cinco baby. Um, we've got kids. I, I coach soccer on the weekends and all that other stuff. There's a ton of hobbies I would, I would love to, to continue. It's just not possible with what we do and everything else. So, I mean, putting, himself in, putting myself in his shoes, like I haven't fired a gun since, I think, 2016. So... It's been a while, um, you know, and you look at it and you're like, oh, fuck, man, that was already six years ago. Holy shit. Doesn't seem that long Someone's ago. Someone's saying the getaway with Kim Basinger. I mean, my Lord. That, that was, was in the 80s. That was ago. in 88, I think. It was in 1988. I think that movie was maybe 86. Um, so, yeah, it's been a while. And uh, on these indies, that's what, that, the, the shortcuts you take to make a great film or try to make a great film often involve not having the most professional people. And there's nothing you can do. What are you laughing about? I, I just, and I love you guys, Nooners, right? Love. But when you start talking about guns, I mean, whew. Do you know what I mean? If anyone here starts talking about guns, like, it really gets super fun in the chat. Yeah, That's well, not only that, saying. but you guys are the professionals. We're not. We're and not. I'm able, we're able but to it's... say that and be like, hey, dude, this is your world, right. not ours. Um, and I could promise you, Alec Baldwin, Living in New York City isn't going oh. to the gun range. I don't even know if they're... I've lived in New York. I don't even know if there I mean, is one in the have, city. Yeah, they definitely have a point of, like, he's a liberal that wants to, like, take away guns, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't know how to use them. And Look, I'm a conservative There's all kinds of points to be made. Owns a bunch made. of guns. Like, I own a bunch of guns. I, yeah, I don't. But I would hope when we move on from this story that you guys kind of, like, have a little... Let's have a little fun. You know, let's, <laughs> let's lighten up in the chat. <laughs> Uh, that's the beauty of YouTube when it's actually working. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you guys get to. I mean, we're but, not. We're not. And it is. It is jokes. But it's like this is this is what they want to talk about. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? and by the way, the the uh, the last part of that. I know I started the, the conversation off with this, but um, about Twitter and everything else. Um, the what they said at that dinner last night was, "Hey, Twitter isn't the big one." They were like, no. "If you if you could get if you could change one system." across the board it would be youtube yeah. um, and, and i oh, was like sure. they they said look dude you really have no idea how bad it is behind the scenes on youtube and uh and i was like that bad and i was like you guys are saying they're like no 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 we have to pay a bunch of people to to navigate that system they were like twitter's not the the biggest one youtube is the biggest one um which we're working on. Um, I got a call from Spotify on Friday. Uh, I know Rogan's show is on there, um, uh, obviously audio and video. And uh, we did get a, a call on Spotify uh, on Friday, and we have a follow-up meeting with them tomorrow uh, regarding video on um, uh, Spotify, and, uh, and they've asked for Drinking Bros uh, podcast to, uh, to launch video on Spotify. So we're... Uh, we're looking into that, and we should be up there very shortly, and they're going to promote, I don't know, like 10 or 15 shows, and then, I guess, open it up to everybody else, uh, but in the top quality, because I know there is shows, a couple here and there on like Anchor that let you do it in like low, lo-fi shit, and it's like, that's not worth it to us. Um, we like the, the, the way the, all the shows look and everything else, so I don't want to shrink it down and have it be some janky quality, um, so that will be happening very soon, and maybe that's a way to circumvent this whatever's going on in here um somebody's saying just buy youtube ross i wish i wish um that's one thing that elon cannot afford unfortunately because it's google oh. 
It's yeah, Google. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not just buying YouTube, it's Google. Now, if he were to go back in time, yeah. Because you know why YouTube sold in the first place, right? Um, they couldn't afford all the videos that were uploading because you have to, you have to store it. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. store it on the servers. And they were just bleeding money and mm-hmm. they, they were forced to sell. Um, but looking back at it, man, if Elon was around back in those days, that would have been a great buy for him. And Because uh, uh, I do enjoy the ease and comfort of YouTube. Where anywhere, smart TV, fucking phone, all the things you can just pull it up. Smart TV. Smart TV. Just pull it up on your phone <laughs> and it's easy. And it's, you know, it's the first thing I get from like, you're talking to like moms and shit like that. Are you available on smart TV? Can I watch it on YouTube? And it's like, yeah, you can. You can. Sure. Just don't judge the numbers because it's a fucking shadow ban, but whatever. Right. Uh, it's also crazy, by the way, how many people, like, so yesterday we were recording an early episode of Softcore. Mm-hmm. And the FedEx guy came in and we actually had like had to pause because we were the only ones here. We had to start, So I had to fucking sign for the thing. And the FedEx guy was like, oh, shit, like this studio is crazy. It was a new guy. He was like, oh, shit, this, this is crazy. What do you what do you all do? here? You're making TV. And we're like, oh, uh, podcast. And he was like, dope. You are, are you on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What he yeah. Asked. yeah. I said yeah. podcast podcast. Yep. He didn't say fucking iTunes. Yes. He didn't say fucking Spotify. He said YouTube. And yep. I said, yeah, check it out. And yeah, I yeah, told yeah. him the name and everything. But. That's that's the first thing they go to. Yeah, it's, and and it is easy. And I do love YouTube. I just wish they didn't have the censorship and the algorithms like Twitter and everything else. Like, hopefully, Elon will do that, and then maybe YouTube will be forced to do this because it is easy. It is a great platform. We love YouTube. I wish this was just open to the general public, but it's not. They suppress it, and um, we have confirmed it with employees over at YouTube. You know what's funny too, by the way. Uh, I thought it was crazy all these years too, by the way. Like I thought it was crazy. And then once we actually talked to the employees at YouTube, they were like, oh yeah, you got, I feel like 19 blocks on this channel. I was like, ah, sick. Uh, They did a study recently that just came, like just came out. And like the whole thing of, of keeping channels down and shit like that. And the algorithm and stuff is supposedly that people, uh, just someone in the, the ether is afraid of uh, young impressionable teens like falling down a rabbit hole as they call it and, mm-hmm. and getting you know uh converted into radical whatever islam or conservatism or whatever the fuck sure they just did a study that found that rabbit holing doesn't exist like it, it it's like it's like the it's literally like the same theory as being like these violent video games are going to make them all killers yeah exactly right it escalates from what you're already watching so like if your kids or whatever are watching Peppa Pig, for example, Mm -hmm. on regular YouTube, it'll escalate to the funny Peppa Pig, which ends up being like a little bit older content used, like dubbing over. Sure, sure, sure. You know? Yeah. But that's about as far, like you'd have to already be watching something like that for it to escalate to that place, right? No, even that doesn't happen. Yeah, really? That, yeah. That's what rabbit holing would be, right? Is they yeah, find one thing and they doesn't. keep going deeper. Yeah, they, they say that that ha- does not really happen, nor does it, re- and then it doesn't go the step further of. Well, then my kid's in trouble because he obviously searched them. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, they searched it on their own. Good job, Bob. And then, uh, in trouble. <laughs> uh, Johnny Johnson's here saying Spotify kills the nooner. So I want to clarify this. Um, the, the shows will still be available on YouTube. We will still do the chat on YouTube and everything else. Yeah, yeah, we're just it's, adding it is just it another there. avenue, yeah, yeah. another place to watch video in case you were out or at the gym or uh, I, the, the beautiful thing about Spotify because their, their app is light years ahead of everyone else is if, because uh, I watch Rogan on it. Um, if you leave, let's say you're at work and you're watching Rogan and then you leave, it will stop 
and pick back up audio-wise when you plug it into the car and just continue on with the show so you can watch and listen. Um, I, great tech over there at Spotify for sure. And I know they have an app now as well, unlike most smart TVs, um, but we will be on both, and, and that won't change unless YouTube throws us off, obviously. Uh, but I'll leak some other information here today, so who cares? Um, YouTube is also developing uh, their own podcast page specifically for video podcasts. Uh, right now, the, it is going to be called youtube.com slash podcast. Um, now, typically, Giorgio, if you type that in, or Bob, you can type it in real quick, uh, youtube.com slash podcast. Uh, what I did not know was that YouTube owns, I guess, like everything youtube.com slash anything, and it just automatically feeds you back mm -hmm. into YouTube. Um, That's just pop good that business. up real quick. Yeah. So now if you pop this up, you don't have to buy those it goes individual nowhere. domains. It goes nowhere. Yeah. Right. But if you, t if you type in anything else, it'll, it'll take you somewhere. This goes nowhere. So it is coming. I heard it is coming in the fall uh, or early winter. Um, and that will be a thing because uh, watching podcasts has become uh, bigger and bigger and bigger. And I, I think they want their own section of that. So maybe that is to prevent this to where it's, I've always said they should have an after hours or after dark YouTube with like all of us with like Andrew Santino and your mom's house and all that other shit. And it's just like, all right, great. Right. You know what you're getting on this page. There's no, yeah. you know, uh, there's no conspiracy there or no mystery of like, Oh, I wonder what I'm getting here. Is there going to be dog videos Isn't or cats? There paid no YouTube. There is. And that like already exists. Premium? Yeah. Premium already exists. Um, the, but, new the, the big new feature with YouTube rolling out soon is everyone loves to be able to go to a different app and continue watching it in a small window somewhere. Mm -hmm. And for a while, that was only available for YouTube premium members. Soon that will be available for everyone. And everyone who's been on an Android has been able to do this forever. It's basically mm -hmm. just been iPhone users and YouTube. You will be able to watch it in that little mini player as well as go to another app so you won't have to interrupt you know, us when we're live. Very similar to the way you can close your phone in Spotify and continue to listen yeah, yeah. to the audio just gotcha. as you nap. Like you can go to a text and you won't interrupt the show again. Right. Yeah. And then Giorgio, I wanted to ask you about these ads in the top corner here because some people were asking about that. You see those in the far right uh, above the chat? Nope. So I have uh, toroeyewear.com. There's not a sponsor or anything, but uh, they're up, up top right and that's collapsible. And it's like, hey, dude, that's new. Do they pay us for that or no? We're not seeing any of that as well. Um, I don't know the answer to it, but... Uh, I think those are ads on the webpage, just like you would have on like Yahoo or anything yeah, else. Yeah, because I don't see it on the video. Yeah, I've got... So I've got it on, on mine. It's in the top right-hand corner of the screen, just above the chat. It sometimes, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's collapsible. Yeah. Does that... Do we get, it collapses on its own. Do we get paid for that, or is that just a fun thing that they're doing? It's part of the partner program. So mm -hmm. basically, we get paid for all ads that get ran through YouTube through their partner program. Uh, just... Sometimes when you get demonetized, they no longer allow those ads to run because that's against something that I think the advertisers would uh, be unaligned with. Gotcha. How long until uh, Howard Stern is demonetized? Are we all done with Stern these days? I'm sure, no, he has, a, I'm sure he has a lot of things that are demonetized, to be honest. I've, I've think? fucking angry. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. I don't think his show generates a lot of revenue off YouTube. I don't think views also in, are also necessarily always a good indicator of revenue. Well, I think sometimes yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. talking about his personal opinions uh, now. These days, it should be just dis dis disinformation like the rest of us. Um, his thoughts on this fucking Amber Heard thing are fucking insane to me. This Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. Mm -hmm. um, so first of all, Howard Stern should just retire. I love him. He's probably the greatest to ever do it. I could acknowledge that. 
And uh, none of us would be here without Howard Stern. Right. Uh, I've said this multiple times. But he's now 67 years old, and he needs to get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, With COVID and everything else, he has been scared away to his house, and he lives in his basement in the Hamptons, like Joe Biden. Uh, Is it Biden? What's that? I've been saying Byron. (laughs) Is it Biden? President Joe Byron. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. She gets know. better as she's more pregnant. I know, <laughs> dude. I know. No, I'm just, uh, I know. my brain is I, I miss small, this shit. And I everyone like knows that. It's very funny. Everyone knows that. It's very funny. What about the guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy in the Tesla car that they shipped into space? Where's he? I'm worried is he alive? about him. I'm worried about him. Yeah. Um, but he's been doing his show ever since COVID started because he's a germaphobe. And uh, he's now he's full on, full blown paranoid. He doesn't leave yeah. the fucking house. From the Hamptons, but the way his set is set up in his basement, same as Biden's, is that uh, uh, he has eye line, which is where you're looking at the guests, right? So he's looking here at a monitor that's in front of him. Mm-hmm. His guests are forced to go into his studio, the real one. In New York. In New York City. Same couch, same setup, same everything. And they're forced to look at a screen this way to talk to him as if they're in the same room. They are not. Um, you know, he's still one of the best celebrity interviewers. So like when Molly Shan was on the other day, I watched it um, because I love Molly Shannon and, yeah. and uh, I was interested about her book and everything else. But I'm, I'm watching this interaction and, and now the guests wear this little Britney Spears microphone from like the, the toxic mm-hmm, concerts mm-hmm. and stuff where it's just the it's little like in your cheek. Ugh, it's gross. Yeah. I, I fucking hate it. Flesh colored. Yeah, it's flesh colored. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's weird. And you're, it's like, why dude? just talking yeah. to a fucking microphone. Yeah. I don't understand. That's this is the medium for it. Not. Uh, toxic mm-hmm. yeah. and a dance dance um mm-hmm. but he went off on a rant about uh johnny depp being a narcissist and acting and this is all for him and he's trying to charm the world mm-hmm. into loving him and believing in his story and everything else first of all homeboy it's working yeah it's working <laughs> And I love Johnny Depp, okay? I love him even <laughs> Secondly, more after this. Yeah. I'll be first in line to see his next movie, yeah, whatever yeah. that is. I, I always liked Johnny Depp before. Now I love him because mm. of this. Secondly, we're all fucking narcissists, bro. You, me, Jesse, Johnny Depp, everyone, anybody who wants to go on camera for a living and talk shit or tell opinions or act or whatever, we're all fucking narcissists. So to say that about Johnny Depp, coming from howard stern is fucking rich dude yeah we're all narcissists in this profession to think that our opinions matter and that everybody wants to fucking gather around the old campfire for our stories day in and day out that's how it starts okay is narcissism and then maybe there's kernels of truth throughout the days that you can take on with you and your journey in life uh and congratulations but to go out and say this about johnny fucking depp when you we're hung from a goddamn ceiling with his ass cheeks out as, what was it, Captain Fartman? Fartman, I think, Fartman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pull up a picture of that, Bob. It was from the MTV Movie Awards, I think, uh, when he busted in from the ceiling in a giant man thong from the, from the ceiling as Fartman um, to call Johnny Depp. There we go. You can pop that So there's two the important angles. Yep. There's two important angles. Yeah. Sure. You want to show that... Uh, that first one. There. First, we have his uh, giant bulge, his giant puby bulge. Yep, yep, yep. There he is. There he Just is. Just a humble, 
humble, just a humble dude, humble that guy, just is doing his thing. And if yeah. you want to see it, yeah. up to you. Yeah. You know, definitely not, no narcissism. Not putting there. it in your face. And then here is a butt where he's putting it in your yeah. face. Um, okay. By the by the way, you so, want to read like narcissist fucked up asshole shit. This was trending recently. I'm surprised you didn't cover it on RPR. Go read his, uh, his, what he said during his interview with Magic Johnson when he was on the Magic Hour. Oh, I didn't hear that. What, what is that? Sh- share aloud. Who, Go Howard Stern? Oh, yeah, Howard this Stern. was in the late, early to late 90s, whatever the fuck, whenever Magic Johnson had his like eight-episode talk show. I wasn't that, born yet, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're, in, you're in my kid's grade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, about yeah. to start yeah. the same yeah. grade. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, yeah. he was just on there like literally telling Magic Johnson like, "Hey, you know, you got AIDS, whatever. At least you had fun getting it. I'm blacker than you are. I grew up in the hood. Like it is fucked up shit." Because Howard Stern used to be that guy. Yeah. He used to be that guy. It's the shit that if someone said that now, Howard Stern would be like weeping on his own show about it. Weeping yeah. in the basement with all of his wife's cats. Being like, there's like 37 cats at his house. That's just real. Being by the way. like, I don't. So when it, you, so, so here's my beef about all of this. Okay, when you've made millions of dollars and he signed two contracts with SiriusXM that were 500 million apiece, mm-hmm. that was before the successful radio career in New York and the best-selling book and the best-selling movies and all of that shit. Um, when you made your entire living and career off of being that guy, and then you. Do a 180 like this at 67 years old and you decide to continue to be on air and, and that your opinions will matter. If we switch that drastically, I would expect the audience to tell us to go fuck ourselves. Um, sure. Where if I just came out and was like, look, guys, I'm seeing the other side. Like if I, this White House trip I'm going on, if I meet Biden, I'm like, man, I think what he's doing in there, the policies are great and everything's working and yeah. I think we just need to trust he's him. He's doing his best, guys. You guys would tell me to go fuck myself and we right. wouldn't have any listeners anymore. Right. Like, how do you? How does he not understand that? Going forward, of everything that's going on, it, it's just shocking to me because he was the guy that was pointing out all the obvious early on, and he was the first shock jock there was. Right. And now you're you're becoming everything you used to rail against. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. So, can we name any other sixty-seven and older? Let's go sixties. 67, 70-year-olds that we consider, like, that we would want to read their tweets or get advice, right? I don't know how old Sean Penn is. I don't think he's quite that old, but I think he's cool. But Who? Sean Penn. Uh. Is, like, the only, like, guy, maybe he just looks super old and weathered. Yeah. That, like, I would kind of, I'd read a tweet. He's 61. 61, 61. Okay. okay. So he's getting there. But is there anyone else that we want to know? No. And, and that's the thing is like... And there should be a cutoff. I think, you know, social, social media. Right. Or just like having your thoughts be just thrown out for everyone's sake, including your own. I think there should be an age limit. I do too. And I, and I was asked this question uh, a few days ago of like, hey, is there an end game or an end point? And it's like, yeah, probably 10 years, somewhere in there. Um, because I don't, you don't want to turn into the thing that you've been railing against for fucking, you know, right. 10, and it, 15 years at that point. And, and it's, it happens. It does. And your, your perspective on life changes and everything else. Um, the, the other biggest factor is money. When you get money, Howard Stern money like that, there is a, a guilt that creeps into your mind. And I've 
I, I've chatted with a lot of celebrities about this. There is a guilt that creeps into your mind if I don't deserve all of this money. Therefore, I'm going to take up causes or champion things that uh, I, I normally wouldn't have or um, you know, I'm going to adopt a giraffe or something like that, and especially mm-hmm. someone without kids. That's the yeah. common theme that you and I have talked about on the show for a while now. Like When you see a Chelsea Handler or Whitney and those guys and they don't have children, um, then you see you're, you're fighting for things because you don't have anything else to do with your time, and you think that it's actually helping the world. And no one gives a fuck. Right. No one really fucking cares. Right. So like, yeah, I would like to dip out gracefully and then uh, tip of the cap, delete all the social media things and, uh, and hope we had a good time during this entire run. And that's probably 10 years or something like that. Right. right. It's just, I think maybe 60. I think Marin's getting there. Right. Like I think Mark you, you know Marin is think- close to being like, okay. You know what I think is getting closer and closer by the day is Joe Rogan. Yeah, but he's getting closer to 60, Right, but I, but I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe dips out after the Spotify deal ends. Because at that point, he has all of the money and all of the things. And why keep going? Because he'll be probably around 55, I would imagine, when that deal expires. Um, and he loves doing stand-up comedy so much mm-hmm. that he could continue to do that for years and years and years. Yeah, um, that I think you can still, yeah. as long as you're keeping it. Well, 100%. And when you go to do a gig, it's a couple hundred people or a thousand or whatever it is. You're not going out to 11 million like he is every single day. Uh, The other interesting thing about Rogan is um, he just said this on a show uh, yesterday or the day before that uh, with the Spotify um, fucking explosion over there, you you know, that is that has happened since he joined uh, there with everybody, the, the cancel culture and everything else. He goes, look, I hate to break it to you. But I've actually gained 2 million subscribers since I've been canceled on there. Right. And of course he did. Like, dude, it, it, when all of that shit went down, that was the first thing I thought of. Like, dude, you know how many people are going to tune in who have never heard of Joe Rogan just to be like, oh, my God, who is this? What's right. he talking about? Gained 2 million subscribers since he's been on Spotify. And it's like, right. that's the wrong thing of like, we're going to cancel people. Great. That happened to Morgan Wallen. Remember Morgan Wallen got canceled yeah. and became the number one selling country artist for the entire year. Right. And won all of the awards at Billboard because that is just solely based on chart numbers and how many fucking streams you've got. Right. It's Morgan Wallen. Same thing that's happened to Rogan. So I I always like to say, because I've had people ask me, like, who are like pretty liberal and stuff like that, like, do you listen to Rogan? Like, what is it? What's it like? And I don't really listen to Rogan. I have listened to Rogan. I don't listen to Rogan. But a good analogy for me is it's like uh, when someone who's not in a fraternity walks by like a fraternity house and it's like, what goes on in there? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. if you walked in there 99% of the time, you'd be fucking bored. Yeah. It's like three dudes on an Xbox. Like yeah. there's nothing, nothing happened. It's like, there's yeah. not, it's not crazy. Yeah. It's not this fucking bananas thing you hear every once in a while, something wild happens, but 99% of the time it is like inane as fuck. Yeah. Seriously. Like I've, I've heard a couple that I was excited about that were just like, holy shit, post Malone, but where they're just like <laughs> fucked up and high as shit. And you're just like, this is fun for you guys. Uh, Greg LaMontagne, by the way, is saying Rogan is still relevant, though. He is. And, and he, yeah, will yeah, be, yeah. he will be for years, by the way. Um, but I think you don't know when it is. It's like an athlete. You don't really know until that, that injury hits where you're like, ah, shit, that's the Achilles. I can't. Not as good as I once. Uh, the audience will tell you. Time will tell you when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. the dip and all that other stuff. No, but with, he's with, good. 
right now. Right. So he's fine. Like and, he's, and I don't think it's going to happen for a few years. But exactly. 60. I think when that Spotify deal is up, I, I can see him dipping for sure. Um, cause I don't, I, the other part about Rogan is I don't think he really wanted to be that famous. Um, no. I, I don't, I don't think that was in the cards for him. He's not that type of no. guy. He was like, I want to be the most famous guy in the world. I don't think that's in the cards for him. Now, somebody like you guys with Softcore history, um, your podcast, it is a historical podcast that could go on until you guys are in your seventies. If you wanted to God put us fucking down. If that happens <laughs> like way before that, if we're, we're still doing softcore history at 45, Jesus Christ, just kill me. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> I can't. I can't be doing that show when my son's old enough to tell his friends what his dad does. Yeah, that's you the know? only thing I I look at is like, dude, what happens when your kids find out? Like, what's what wrong you... with your show? Just, we're just fucking around. Oh, yeah, okay. Just fucking around. By like the way, show, yeah. Dan already considers himself seventy. So yeah, yeah. Dan already. So he's like, oh, I'm old. I'm like, do you realize that you're so not? No, I'm in my peak. What are you talking? He's about? already exactly. playing, in, but in your minds, you're already playing eighteen in in Jupiter, Florida, like. That you're already playing 18 every day in Jupiter, Florida. I think. Yeah, Florida you know? is eventual. Move. But he says like, many, "I'm just too old for that. I don't know." And you're yeah, yeah. like, "No, you're fine." What are you 30? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. I turn 31 in a few weeks. Oh, never uh, mind. You're right. Yeah, it's all over. It's all over. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Get the AARP. Card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. You old fuck. I thought you were 30. I didn't know you were 31. See the early bird special at Chandler. <laughs> you old bag of shit. Um, no, but yeah. I, and I think that with Stern, I just don't know how he doesn't see it at this point. That's the shocking part. But that's me. why there needs to be an age limit because you don't see it. Like it's the 90 year olds that drive. It's like, you really think you can't, they can't do you know what I mean? Like right. they just want to get there. So that's why you have to take the license away. You at least got to slow down. You just can't go every day forever. No. Yes, and he, I exactly. will say, so I will say this. He, he isn't. So his new deal with uh, Sirius XM, he's only going 200 shows. Um, so he's off half the fucking year. On top of that... He should be doing 52. Yeah. He one, should one be a week. week? Yeah, he should be a yes, week. Yes, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. But that, that 100 but million that a year leads. does not... Uh, or 150 a year that he's getting does not... That's not enough for the catalog. Right. And on, then that if you go to Sirius a lot XM, of time. It does. And you, and spare you, time. Yeah, spare time to get more cats. No, um, it's just like, no, I don't know. But if you go to Sirius XM where his channel is, the next five channels are all like Stern's back catalog. And right. uh, uh, yeah. So if you want to hear him when he was fun, go listen to some of those and then flop over to the new shit. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, man, I guess. I mean, there was fucking women riding Sibians and shit like that. Yeah, dude. Is it a Sibian People, or a Sibian, by the way? I've never known. Sibian. It is. Okay. Right? Thank God. Yeah. Giorgio, you're, you're the expert in this. Sibian or Sibian? Sibian. Yeah. Sibian. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. I wanted good. to get it right for our audience, you know? I really wanted to get that right. Well, just ask Giorgio. <laughs> well, we did. Damn it. But I knew. Just saying. We did. I call it a rocking horse. Mm. Oh, mm, that's nice. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a nice the old one. hobby horse. Ooh, nice. Old hobby horse. Uh, big fan of that. Uh, big fan of you guys. It's nice being back. I, I can't believe that flight was on time this morning. Yeah, b- both. Oh, you were in. a little late the first flight, right? <sighs> really? I think it was one thirty in the morning. But this one was on time. Surprise. Close. Twenty minutes late, but uh, yeah, it got me here. Got First me. maskless flight for you? Yes. 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 How was it? Tell us about the other side. So I would say it's uh, 80 20 on the plane. Like there's still 20% of the people who are wearing masks. And yeah. the woman next to me was wearing a mask mm-hmm. the entire flight. 
Well, just, she saw you and she was like, well, no, know? she was hacking up along and I was like, oh, do you have um, COVID and you're trying not to? I will say that would be the only way I would wear them. Yeah, She's honestly, considerate and not doing it for the clout. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. If you have the flu and you want to wear a fucking mask on a plane, good for you. That's actually I very say thank you. Same. Yeah, same. Was, yeah. I mean, it was always like an option. You could have always worn a mask. Right. Yeah. So I, 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 I watched her hack up along half, you know, for the, the entire flight. And I was like, all right, well, she's wearing a mask. Like, but at least she's coughing into that instead of out to the plane. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, the most of the crew was still wearing masks, and I found that odd on both flights, on the way there and back. I was mm. like, man, I would not do that. Why do you, why do you want to do that? Um, they're not obligated to. I don't know. Yeah, that, that part was strange. Um, but yeah, when you go through the airports, everybody else is kind of back to normal, but there's still like 20% of the people who are masked up. Or I don't know when that'll end. I really don't. I don't know if it will. Like, I think um, that's just here. I think that's just here with a certain amount of people. Here in Austin? I think it's just here to stay. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, in uh, United in States. In the way yeah. that yeah. it is in China, right? Yeah. In Asia in general. Yeah. yeah. Japan, Japan, Korea, stuff like that. So it's like super normal over there. Yeah. And every once in a while, you'd, catch, you'd see a hypochondriac here rocking their mask. Sure. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. But yeah, I mean, it's just it, it, that part of it is really more cultural than scientific yeah and when i had my first breakdown in the beginning of the uh pandemic that's what it was from because i was like oh it's going to be like in china or asia whatever asian right countries where you're just it's just normal to be like to wear a mask whether it's for their you know air quality or viruses or whatever it is but it was just very normal and i was like oh shit that's what's going to happen here like there is going to be people that, you know, and when people take pictures and when we look back and see these like, you know, pictures in time, there will be a few people in masks the same way that you look back on pictures in China, let's say. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. There'll be a couple always forever. Yeah. Um, somebody's asking if they had booze on the plane. They did, actually. So the, okay. booze, the booze was back. Everything was back. Um, Booze has been back. I got fucked up on my flight to Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah, but that was what airline? Were you in first or coach? I was, uh, you only take Hawaiian airlines to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get get on that, you get on the island at the airport. (laughs) Sure. Not when the plane lands. You didn't put it out for the first class, did you? No. <laughs> Didn't need to. There were only twenty people on the flight. Well, that, oh, that's and, and right, that's, and that's great. So, if if that's the case, um, that means you were getting booze in coach, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So, because that was a thing for a while too, where they were only giving it to people in first and not booze in coach, because um, people were already rowdy enough about the mask in coach. Where yeah. they were like, we're not giving those. We're shutting the curtain. We'll give people in first. What booze. are you like what, serving what drinks on the about? bus? The what? This coach thing? I'm, I'm oh, yeah. Where is that? Yeah. yeah, where is the coach at? Are those just those two seats by the bathroom? <laughs> That's where the stewardess sits, Where right? is that coach? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys not oh, sit with the cargo? Yeah, yeah. Is that where they put the bags? I'm so... Like, you know people would pay for that, though, if they could, right? What, 20 bucks? For sure. Like, I'll, I'll get a parka and sit uh, with the car- cargo. It's fine. 100%. For sure. Down underneath. A little yep. bit cold, but... You'll get there. Yeah, yeah. There will be people down there. I saw a guy put a bag inside of a bag on a carry-on so he, could, he didn't have to check one and pay for it. And I was like, all right. So, I mean, I just saw him unzipping it as we got off and then pulling out another suitcase out of his suitcase. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> like a Russian doll? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I spatially, like, it doesn't really make sense, but yeah. All right. And then um, uh, lastly, like re- regarding this, um, uh, th- I got an email that said the PCR test from the White House came. Oh, yes. To the house. So yes. I have to do a virtual thing with a, some doctor and swab it in front of him and show oh. him the results and everything live when I get like home tomorrow morning. Okay. So yeah, that, that is in the house? That's FedEx, real? FedEx, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a PCR test. You might have to mail it somewhere. No, no, they're, um, they're, I have to log in. So it's like the rapid, but he needs to take it, do the whole thing in front of a virtual doctor. On, in front of a virtual doctor. And then it'll take like, what, 15 minutes for it to show up. Yeah. Huh. I want to do it like right around. I don't know if it's PCR then. It might be a rapid test. Whatever it is. Right. I, I want to do it when the kids are home going nuts in the background. So it's just loud as shit. You know, and then it's like, I can't, you want me to do, dad, can I try? You're such a bitch. And I'm also going to have you off camera in case that woman who was hacking up gave me COVID again. And then that way I'm going to swab you and then kind of swapsies out, you know, because I'll get to see your results first, right? Well, I went to Winkers super spreader over the weekend. You did? You went to a super spreader event? Um, oh, we found, were at that. That's right. Founders Day. <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. Founders Day was the shit. Jesse dude, had a Bob, chicken on a stick. Next year. Yeah, I had chicken on a stick. But next year, we're getting a fucking booth. You're going to love it. And we are going to party at Founders Day. People get fucking wasted. Oh, hell. Is it at that park with the cabin and shit? No, they shut down the no, streets like in the, downtown Dripping oh, Springs. Oh, shit. Downtown, and yeah. there was, dude, there was 30,000 people there. Um, free barbecue. So, like, there was all these competitions, and all you do is, like, tip them. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to try everybody's barbecue. Endless booze, food, carnival rides, everything. Like, it was rad. What a useless and, weekend I had. Well, here's, so right? here's what happened. We Don't moved worry, to, when you lived there. It was yeah. my first one, too. When we, when we moved here, it was the height of COVID, so, like, none of it existed. And everybody kept talking about Founders Day. And it reminded me of, like, the Catalina wine mixer. Like, everybody yeah. kept saying, man, it's the fucking Founders Catalina Day. wine mixer, man. It's the fucking Founders Day. So I thought it was either Catalina, Catalina wine mixer or, like, a clan meeting. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it was very right. old, you know, old like founders of the town. You're kind of like, how problematic is this going to be? Yeah. But um, ended up being just fucking partying and barbecue. So I'm down. It was rad. And it was like a three day thing. And like people were blackout, um, blackout drunk. I mean, the whole, that whole town, I tell people this all the time. It's only industry is alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, yeah. Drip. Yeah. The yep. drip. The drip. Like, it's all vodka distilleries, vodka gin Beers, distilleries, and breweries. Breweries, and yeah. A couple wineries. A couple, couple wineries. Yeah, that's right. There's some but... wineries out there. Yeah. So what we'll do next year is do a hard AF uh, tent in a booth and then just give it out, the seltzer out to everybody. And um, somebody, was, somebody had a Jello shots booth. God damn, dude. Yeah. 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 Got to do it before people like me ruin it. Exactly. Yeah, it's already kind of been ruined a little bit, but as long as you get a tent, yes. you're good. And can I tell you quickly here, before we get out, um, I met with Rachel yesterday, the, our liquor attorney oh, for, yeah, yeah. for Hard AF Seltzer, and, uh, and she's always working on like with cool brands and new stuff, new products and everything else, and she was like, hey, uh, it was right next to the, the dinner I was going to last night, so I'm out, I met up with her for an hour, and she goes, I want you to try these out. I've got a new client. Um, and they're doing jello shots. And I was like, uh, okay. What, like, and grocery stores? Yeah, well, or, they, sorry, they want like to, liquor? yeah, they want to go to liquor stores, grocery stores, whatever it is, right? Because um, they, they said they can also freeze the seltzer. So you can do hard AF shots in the jello. And I was like, that would be dope. And I was okay. like, uh, what is so special about this that I need to see it? Like, yeah. what's the fucking, like, I've had jello shots. Right. Um, I was like, what's so special about this and different? And she goes, they put a patent on a cup. 
So you ha- you, all you have to do is squeeze both sides. You know what jello shots, the whole thing is you got to stick your finger in there, scoop it out. It's a fucking mess. You well, got to try to jam it into s- your mouth. You do squeeze it. Kind of. But it's hard to get the consistency right on all of those, right? Sure. Um, And with this, there is a patent on the plastic cup. So you squeeze it at the bottom with both fingertips and all of the jello shoots out into your mouth. (sighs) And it worked. It was legit. It was one of the greatest inventions I'd ever taken uh, a part of. I I was like, oh my God, dude, that was... That's incredible. I was like, this is a genius. I was like, fuck Thomas Edison. Who's this? Who's this guy? I was like, give me his number. Let's do hard AF shots in there. I was like, it was awesome. But who had the foresight to finally do that, dude, and end years of oppression of jello shots where it's just, you give up after like half the shot where it's just kind of stuck in there and you're like, fuck that. Exactly. No, they're great and they're tasty and they're amazing. And it's it's a nice treat that sneaks up on you later in the day. However, no one has ever perfected the cup. These guys sure. did. And sure. uh, if we do a deal with them, we'll have them on the show. And uh, I will praise them like they should. Yeah. Uh, go to iTunes, rate the show a five star, and leave a quick review. That's all the advertisers give a shit about in this world. Uh, go to Spotify and just click the five star and then throw your phone out the window. You don't need it anymore. You've done all you can do in this life. We appreciate you joining us. See you Thursday. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Buenos tardes, everyone. Good afternoon.